0: Hello and welcome to the ABC Mission Partners podcast, the official podcast of African Bible Colleges. Thank you for listening. My name is Fanny Kondowe, a graduate of ABC Malawi campus and part of Radio ABC team here in Malawi. We use this podcast as a tool to keep the prayer partners, donors and friends of ABC informed about how God is at work through all the ministries, and also to have discussions about important topics related to global missions. Would love it if you would just subscribe to the podcast and also share it with any of your friends who you think might be interested. You can do so by simply clicking the appropriate link in the podcast player. Thank you very much. On today's show, our podcast host and vice president of ABC, Tim K, will have a conversation with the president of ABC, Dr. Paul Chinchin, about the mission, the vision, and a little bit of the history of ABC. Thanks, Fanny. Uh, But before we get to the conversation,
1: I just want to give you another quick coronavirus update like we did last time. We do continue to see a slow increase in the number of confirmed cases of COVID-19 in the countries where we serve but we remain thankful that it seems uh, to not be spreading at an alarming rate. Uh, But do pray uh, that the virus would not spread. In Liberia now, uh, we've seen 141 confirmed cases and 16 deaths. In Malawi, there were 10 new cases over the weekend, which brought the total there to 36 with three deaths. And then in Uganda, there have been 79 confirmed cases and uh, no deaths. Uganda is under a very strict lockdown, which is um, no doubt helping with the spread of the virus, but it's extremely difficult on people in terms of their daily lives and just the basic necessities. So that's another matter for prayer. Uh, In Malawi, the government just in the past day or so confirmed they are not going to do the lockdown. So hopefully that will benefit the people and that they will still be able to um, not see the virus spread. Uh, There, all the schools and universities in all three countries remain closed at this time with no projected dates for reopening. Uh, We continue at ABC to make the best of it using Google Classroom to keep our students moving forward as we're able in Malawi and Uganda. And then in Liberia, they will reconvene. In August, I mentioned last time uh, the ABC graduate who's making face masks to give to patients and caregivers. Uh, And with each mask that's given out, we're also providing education on how to prevent the spread of coronavirus. Uh, He is now uh, also manufacturing heavy-duty cover garments for our hospital workers uh, that can be washed and sanitized and reused. Um, So that's a huge help and a huge blessing. There are still no confirmed cases at our hospital, but we are prepared, but please do keep praying about this. As you're praying for, for us here in the U.S., please do be praying for the impact in Africa on our students and alumni and faculty and staff. And if you'd like to make a donation toward ABC's response to coronavirus, there's a link in the show notes. Uh, you can click that and make a donation through our website. And now to today's conversation with Dr. Chin, Chin. Paul, thank you for being with us today appreciate your time very much.
2: Yeah. Well, thank you, Tim. I appreciate this. And I think this is very good that we can talk through what ABC's vision and mission is. Those those things are very important. And also maybe today or at another time, talk about the long-term impact that ABC has had on Africa through our colleges in Liberia, Malawi, and Uganda. But yeah, you, you mentioned maybe a little bit of the history, and I think that would be a good starting point is why ABC, what was behind the founding of the first campus in Liberia in the 1970s. And it really goes back to 1970. My parents, and at that time, I was uh, in first grade when they first went to, uh, I was six years old when they first went to Liberia. And we were in a very rural part of Liberia called the Sapo Rainforest. It's called Sino County, Southern Liberia. People I know, when they envision Africa, they always think, At least in the old days, everyone thought it looked like a Tarzan movie. And if you've ever been to Africa, you realize not all of Africa looks like a Tarzan movie. But the Sapo Rainforest in Sino County, yes, that looked like a Tarzan movie. There's jungle, there's vines, there's chimpanzees. I had a pet chimp named Sadie Jew that slept in a cardboard box in diapers between me and my twin brother's bed every night. So we lived in a bamboo mat house up on stilts. And so that's where our family was for seven years. And it's really important to know what, what work my parents were doing because that led to them having the vision for ABC. So my father went there to train rural pastors. He went with the Liberian evangelist, invited my father to come. My parents, his name was uh, Augustus Marwia, and he was working on a small mission station called ENI Mission. And he had started a a small pastor's training school supported by people's church up in Canada. But these pastors that were coming there to learn, most of them had maybe second, third, fourth grade education or reading ability. And most were very rural pastors. I mean, we were way out in the interior. So dad was working with those pastors and helping them and helping them church planting and speaking at their church. Almost every Sunday, we would walk Sometimes 30 minutes, many times, two hours, three hours to get to a church on a Sunday morning, way out in the jungle. And we were, just to give you, tell you how far we were out in the bush, most kids had never seen a had never seen an American. And so when we would come walking up to the village, they had heard we were coming, they're very excited. These American people are coming. All the kids would hide in the bush. And as we got close, you could hear the kids start running and they're screaming one word, Yomplu, 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 which means in Sapo, that means uh, in the dialect, it means uh, a ghost or a spirit. What we, <laughs> we think of as a spirit. See these these Mzungus coming, they're yelling yomplu, 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 which means a ghost is coming to the town. Uh, that's how far in the bush we were. those kids, if teenage on down, had not seen an American before. So that my dad was working with those pastors. Meanwhile, on the mission station, the main purpose of that mission was also to run this uh, little high school called E&I High School. It was a junior high and high school. It was a boarding school. And my mom was a principal of the high school. So she's working with these high school students. Well, uh, both these ministries my parents had, there were issues. My mom was graduating kids from the high school every year that had nowhere to go. There was... Uh, only two universities one was a small college one was university of liberia and kids from rural liberia had no chance of getting into university of liberia monrovia uh, even if they had the money to travel there even if they had the money to get in they weren't going to be accepted academically or whatever reasons but so that was very few if any ever went to university then on the other hand my dad's working with these rural pastors that were good strong christian men but theologically unable to really train them to be the kind of leadership that that country of Liberia needed. So after seven years, my parents realized, you know, what this country really needs. And this was coming right off the heels of a lot of great Bible colleges being founded in the U S my parents were big fans of Moody Bible college, big fans of Wheaton, big fans of Biola, big fans of Columbia Bible college. And they were friends with Dave Nichols who was the president of Columbia Bible college at the time. They said, what this country really needs is a strong Christian college like we have in the U.S. Uh, and like Belhaven, my mom went to Belhaven, you're a Belhaven graduate. That's another one. So they modeled it. In fact, their early curriculum, they took right out of Columbia Bible College's catalog and got Dave Nichols permission to, can we copy your curriculum? Uh, and that's what our college was modeled after. So the idea was to provide university level, which was a new concept. In the 1970s, there's a lot of good mission work in Africa, a lot of good pastor training schools. Many of them even use the word seminary, but no one was doing it at the post high school level at the university level. This is a brand new concept. But on the other hand of that, the other reason my parents wanted to build this Bible college is because a few Africans that did get an opportunity to come to the U.S., the education they got here was very expensive. Very, very few Africans could ever have that opportunity. And and then the education that they would get here if they did go back was somewhat irrelevant to the context it'd be working in in Africa. Mm -hmm. So the overall vision was, okay, we're going to build a Christian college in Liberia. It needs to be built for this African context, but we do want it to be at the same academic level facilities level professors as the education they would get back in the States. Um, And I think that's an important part of the ABC concept and vision is doing everything we can for a small mission like African Bible colleges to run universities as well as academically facilities, sports wise, everything that's offered at Christian universities here in the U S because if you don't do that, if you don't bring that level of education there, I tell people there's a lot of Africans that are poor and Africans might be poor, but they're not ignorant. And they know when they're getting, uh, when you're offering a good quality education, when you're not. Uh, they're they're well read. They're well versed in what's on the internet, what's available overseas, and they'll continue to uh, uh, pursue education abroad. Christian, edu- especially Christian leaders, if you're not bringing the same caliber, same quality of education, they would get at a Columbia, which is now Columbia International University, or at a Biola, or at a Belhaven, or at a at a Moody. But so that's been the vision of ABC from the beginning when. Um, my parents built that first college campus there in Liberia. And I think it's important to note that uh, uh, other Christian colleges over the years, especially in the U S have, have developed in different ways. I know Biola where I attended started as just a Bible Institute in downtown Los Angeles and an office building uh, and eventually moved out to Orange County where they developed a whole campus. Well, when ABC opened, we had a full campus with 26 buildings on it, and what my dad did was he was able to get 26 churches to each underwrite one of the buildings over a three-year period, and so they'd give 30% a year of the cost of that building, and at 26 churches make that commitment, and so by the end of three years, all 26 buildings were completely built. We had a full functioning campus uh, within a year after the college opened.
1: Yeah, so there's the background of the history. So why don't you, um, as you bring that up to now, give us first of all just give give us just sort of the elevator pitch, so to speak, version of here is what ABC is, why it matters, what's the mission of ABC.
2: Yeah, and, and so b- before I get to that, let me just mention as far as how we got from Liberia to Malawi to Uganda, just so people understand, a lot of people think, well, the war started in Liberia, and so Chin Chin's moved to Malawi. Um, but that's not exactly how it happened. In fact, when my parents founded the mission, the college was called African Bible College in Liberia, but the organization which was uh, founded as a 501c3 uh, nonprofit in the state of Mississippi was registered as African Bible Colleges. That was in 1976. So from the very beginning, my parents had the vision of putting these college campuses in other African countries. Right. Uh, some Americans may know this. There's 54 countries in Africa, uh, and they're not states; they're independent countries. And so, there's my parents' thought was, well, we only know about Liberia. It had been seven years. And we had visited Ivory Coast next door, which was French-speaking. We had visited Sierra Leone on the other side. But those are the only three African countries they'd ever been to, those three little countries in West Africa. There were 51 other countries they'd never visited or seen or even heard of. And one of those was Malawi. And they had a – it was a, a campus crusade missionary, which is called Life Ministries in Africa, or on the continent of Africa. It's called Life Ministries. And his name was Bill Bouvet, and he was visiting Liberia, came to visit our campus. And he's the one that begged my father, please come put a, a college like this in Malawi. We could really use this here. And so that's how we got started. I won't go into all the details. That's a whole other podcast in itself getting started. And I was a young married, still in the middle of seminary at the time. That was 1989 when we broke ground. We opened that campus for students in 1991. And then 10, 12 years later is when my parents bought the land in Uganda, uh, in the town of Luboa, somewhat close between, let's say, between uh, the capital city Kampala and the airport in Tebi. Really nice neighborhood called Luboa is where we have our third college campus. I think when you talk about ABC, it's, yes, it's, I think let's start with the, the core of ABC. And my dad always used to say, Paul. No matter what happens, the name of ABC always makes sure Bible stays in the middle. So he wants uh, the Christ and Scripture at the middle of everything is taught at ABCs. I call African Bible Colleges, and so yes, it's a four-year curriculum. But but we make sure that every student that enters our campus, it doesn't matter what degree track they're going into. We offer degrees at our different campuses in community development, broadcasting. Uh, education. We even have one in audiology. We have a hearing clinic uh, at our hospital in, in Malawi. So we have at least six or eight different degree tracks. and We have master's programs and postgraduate programs. But every student that comes to ABC also has to take a minimum of 42 units of Bible and theology. So it's it's uh, if someone knows about college education, yet they know, well, that's enough for a major. Yeah, well, most of our students do have enough for when they graduate with a degree in business or in education or in mass communication. They've also had 42 units of Bible and theology. They could be walking away with two degrees. So that's how heavy and intense, but that's important. And they're not just Bible survey classes, and I know a lot of college classes they'll, they'll They'll do the whole New Testament in one class, New Testament survey. That's what I
1: got at (laughs) Bill. New Testament survey, Old Testament survey, Old Testament survey, in a uh, sort of a worldview class. Yeah, one one, one unit class.
2: Yeah, you're gonna you're gonna cover yeah all the books of the Bible. Well. We don't do that. We, we teach systematic theology intentionally. We teach apologetics. We teach all of those things. Very And then we go exegetically through not every book of the Bible, but uh, anyone that graduates from ABC is going to do at least a dozen books of the Bible exegetically through Genesis, through Exodus, through Joshua, through Matthew, through Isaiah, through Daniel, through Revelations. So those are just Romans. Good, Hebrews, all of those for sure. They're going to do chapter, verse by verse, chapter by chapter. So in the end, I like to tell people our students don't know the Bible. They love the Bible. They love God's word by the time they finish. And it's a part of their DNA, it's part of who they are. And it puts a love for scripture, a love for Christ, a love for the lost. And I think that's another important part. When we talk about ABC, academics are important but also the fact that our students are taught to evangelize. And uh, I'll never run or hide from that word. And I know a lot of people think there's better words to use for proclaiming the gospel. But that's an important part of what we do at ABC. And let me explain how that works. Our curriculum, for example, in Malawi, make sure that every student, when they're a freshman, their first year, first semester, they take EE, evangelism explosion. Uh, the first semester there. So they do that whole course. That's uh, 18 weeks. Second semester, they take EE2. Uh, so now they're they're capable of being an EE instructor. By the time they're done with their freshman year at Biola, they've had a whole year of evangelism explosion. Then their second year, they do Bible studies. We call it an inductive Bible studies, where they're not only taught how to lead a Bible study. Second semester they actually go start and lead in prisons, and they do it in hospitals. They do it in uh, with widow groups or in the village. So they have to start and run their own Bible study. Their third year when they're a junior, they do an open-air evangelism class, which teaches them how to put on what we used to call crusades, but put on events, uh, how to put on large events at churches, uh, so and actually how to get out in public and share your faith. And so we, we put our students to that. And then their fourth year, they can choose uh, a ministry in the community to be involved in where they're doing something hands-on with um, either something at an orphanage or something where they can be involved personally. They get to choose when they're senior, but all of that to say all four years, they're not just learning the Bible they're involved in ministry. And it's amazing how it gets these students, uh, um, mind spinning like, well, I could do this or I could do that or I have. And so almost immediately when they graduate, either they're going to be hired by these ministries that they've been working with, which is true. Uh, I I promise you, you can't go in a sizable ministry of any size in the country of Malawi that doesn't employ or is being run by an ABC graduate. That would be almost impossible. Uh, we own that sector as far as producing leadership for Christian ministry. And that's really, if you were to say from a 30,000-foot view, what's ABC about? It's about putting out great Christian leaders. And I'm going to be careful how I use that word because, in my opinion, the word's a bit overused. You're going to be hard-pressed to find any kind of mission work going on in Africa where they're not saying, oh, yeah, we're training Christian leadership. Oh we're 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 at, at, at a whole nother level. I'm gonna be real honest, Tim. That uh the the, the people that finish four years at African they're exceptional. They're doing more than leading. They're identifying issues, they're looking at problems in their community, they're creating solutions, they're leading, they're creating teams to to, to implement those solutions. All of those things. So so leadership has become almost a cliche in Christian ministry that I I do try a little bit to stay away from because to me, it undersells the kind of product that ABC produces. It's a very special product and in countries like I'll use Malawi or Liberia, where we have a long history and are well-respected, it's almost the equivalent of being what you might think of as academically a Harvard grad But also spiritually, Moody, I put right up there at the top, or a Wheaton grad, where there's a tremendous respect for the integrity of ABC graduates when they go for, especially a job interview. I've been told stories more than once of our students going in for job interviews, and they're sitting in the waiting room, and there's kids from other universities sitting around the room, and they'll start asking each other, so where are you from? I went to Skyway, or I went to Exploits, or I went to Luanda uh, university, or I went to Chenko, and then this one will say, well, I went to ABC, and everyone just hangs their head like, oh, well, there's no chance for getting a job now. There's an ABC graduate here, so that that's, that's the kind of reputation that we want to have and have developed over the years by holding true to the idea of teaching everything from a, a, a Christ-centered perspective, good, solid, sound theology, make sure our students know how to share their faith effectively and do it with boldness and do it well.
1: Yeah. Well, you're putting together there, the, the head, the academic piece, the intellect with, with the heart uh, and the hands and feet. And that you, you've, you've already described that well. One other thing I would just mention is another aspect of our ministry on the three campuses that there is one afternoon, on each campus of every week where there's no classes are scheduled and the students are instructed to go into the community to do ministry.
2: Yeah, that's right.
1: Any number of ministries that can do that they can start their own thing, but that's continuing to force them out. And the, and the great thing about it is my observation, which is what's more, much more limited than yours, um, is that you don't have to force them to do it. They, no, they
2: love it. Yeah.
1: They love it. And, and there's no shortage of ideas. I mean, when I talk with our students, particularly second and third and fourth year students, they've already got their ideas about the ministry they want to start when they finish. And they're jumping right in and doing that. So,
2: yeah. Yeah. And, and I mean, we could spend an hour talking about all the ministries our students have started. This is hard, Tim. I, I don't know how many Americans will listen to this, but to imagine graduate after graduate after graduate taking the initiative and having the resourcefulness to start their own ministries with, with nothing. We, you know, Americans used to be great innovators and people took great initiative, but I think there we've backed away from that and people are a bit tentative and afraid to go out, especially if you don't have good backing and resource. Oh goodness. How would I ever get that off the ground? They don't care. And they're tremendously successful. And it's not just the matter of running a successful ministry, but doing things that are effective in their context. And I'll give you a good example. We're familiar with sports ministries here, and FCA is now making a fellowship of Christian athletes, is making headway into Africa. But they're they're 20 years behind the game in Malawi. Uh, hmm. well, FCA is not there. They're in Uganda. They're in Ghana. They're in a number of African countries. There's still no FCA in Malawi. that doesn't matter because 20 years ago, we had a a missionary who was sports ambassadors, Kyle Ray, and he had done a tour of Cuba and uh, somewhere in in Central America. Then he came to work for ABC, and he taught a sports evangelism class. Two students out of his sports evangelism class started two different ministries. One's called Chisomo Idea. The other one's called SOM, Sports Outreach Ministry. That was, uh, I'll give you the year, that was 1993, 94. Uh, so literally 20 years ago, those ministries – and they're still both booming, thriving ministries doing all kinds of sports-related outreach. But that's why I say if if you give our students the, the education, the Bible knowledge, the love for Scripture, the heart for service, all of those things during their four years, and then help, help you know, plant the seed, give them – and that's where I think ABC and, – and this is an important part of the vision. Let me just add this, Tim – before we finish that, it wouldn't be fair to talk about my parents' vision and really what makes ABC so unique is we are a true international Christian university. And and Africans want this. People around the world want this. We're a global community now. There's no such thing as isolationism. So, And we were doing this 40 years ago by bringing in professors from Europe, professors from the U.S., professors from Asia right now on our campus in Malawi, we have a Korean in Uganda. We have a Japanese gentleman. So uh, we have an Australian that runs our, our audiology program. So we have a people. Brazilian, who help, or
1: Brazilian who helps run Brazilian. the business program. Yeah,
2: Brazilian. So we have people from all around the world contributing, a number from the UK, working at our campus in, in, um, in Uganda. And they bring different uh, perspectives <laughs> to, to the Christian world. They, they broaden our students' worldview you want to know what makes an abc student so gra- uh, graduate so different and unique is that they've been exposed to people from all around the world plus at least 50% of our faculty are africans They're former most of them of our of our local faculty would be former abc students graduates of ours that have gone on to do their masters and doctorates and come back to teach so that's an they bring a lot of important things to the table to help us our our, our foreign visiting faculty understand the culture and to make things relevant so that that's a, that's a very important aspect of the, of our teaching faculty but by bringing in missionary volunteers one it keeps our tuition low and, and this is a reality. People have to pay to go to college, they have to pay to eat meals, they have to pay to sleep in the dormitory. We can keep those costs lower than almost every private university on the continent of Africa by bringing in visiting faculty that are volunteers that raise their own support or retired mm-hmm. pastors that are using their retirement funding to come help us, those kinds of things. So all of that helps to make, when I call us a, a, a real genuine international Christian university, that's what ABC is.
1: Which distinguishes ABC from, um, from most of what's going on in terms of higher education <laughs> in the three countries where we are working, correct? Yeah, um, absolutely. yeah. So speak just for a few minutes to um, uh, just one or two things that you would say you're most excited about right now about ABC. You just look at what's going on across, across the ministries of ABC. Just one or two things real quick to highlight that you're. Excited uh, about what's going
2: on. Well, uh, I'll just mention something very relevant and pertinent is that ABC, we are, of course, always registered and accredited within the countries where we are. And that's something we always try to keep updated and, and work with the local ministries of education in all three countries but getting accredited also by an outside agency outside of Africa. There's a great Christian organization called TRACS, and they accredit small Christian colleges uh, and universities and seminaries here in the U.S., and we are on the verge of, and uh, we are praying that this within this year, 2020, we will be successful in being the first TRACS, which is a U.S.-based accrediting agency, the first uh, university on the continent of Africa, where there's, by the way, over a billion people. The first universities accredited by an American accrediting association, strong Christian accrediting association that'll make sure. Uh, this is when, we t- when I talked earlier about making sure our students get the same academic um, uh, caliber of education that students would get in the U.S. or anywhere else in the world. This will ensure that, which we, we know we're there. We will now have the, the backing of this organization behind us. That will lead us to be able to start offering our degree programs online, which that's another reason this is so important and something I'm excited about, is to be able to take our curriculum, take our instruction, make it available. When I say there's over a billion people in Africa, it's just over, I think it's 1.1 or 1.2, but 50% of those are Christians, 50% of the people on the continent, so that's That's over a half a billion. Let's put it right at a half a billion Christians. Well, we only have 330 million people in America. That means we have more Christians in Africa than we have people here in America. So that that's an important avenue for us to take our curriculum, make it available to this huge Christian community, make it affordable, contextual, relevant to the people in Africa, uh, make it available to them from our three campuses we're in three countries. As I said earlier, there's 54 countries in Africa, roughly, roughly half of those are English speaking. So almost overnight when we complete this accreditation process, launch our online program. So that's something I'm very excited about. The, the second thing, and, and I'm continued to be amazed and excited about this, is our students getting into areas where historically areas of their community, areas of society that no, that we haven't had strong Christian leadership in in a long time. One of those is in business. Very excited with our postgraduate program called API African Business Institute, but also uh, in two of our campuses, we offer courses in business. We have a degree in business in Malawi. So getting Christians into the business world because and this is a really important concept that people should stop and think about. What church in America is not dependent on good, solid Christian business and meant to support the church, the work of the church, to support the pastors? So that's a really important part of our Christian community is making sure we have good, strong Christian business, been supporting the church and Christian work. That's been lacking in Africa. We want to put out a very unique, strong Christian businessman product that can not just be successful in business, but understands the obligation to support church and ministry, so that Christian work in Africa is continually, continuously uh, having to be donor-dependent, being uh, supported by outside organizations, churches in Europe or in America. Mm-hmm. African churches need their independence, so they need to be self-supporting. This can happen with good, solid Christians from ABC going into the business world, being successful. We've seen it working now. I mentioned new sectors that we're getting into. The other one would be government. Uh, It was actually Franklin Graham before the last election in America early in 2016. He did a tour of all 50. I believe he made it to all 50 state capitals, stood on the front steps of each capital and said, we need more Christians in government. Why are not you don't complain about the laws that are being passed in your state or the laws being passed in America uh, if you're not willing to get involved in government? We need Christians in government. He's absolutely right. And the same as in Africa. People complain about corrupt leadership and corrupt governments. Well, let's get some strong Christians in government. And so that's another important area that we're getting our students in Liberia. One of our students is a senator. Uh, we're very proud of that. In, in Malawi, we have four or five that are members of Parliament. We have one of them that was just named as a um, to the second to the president's cabinet. He's uh, <laughs> a, a minister of information, and so we're very proud of our ABC graduates that have had uh, chances in government. We need more of them.
1: Right. Well, that's that's where we begin to see the gospel transforming communities. And even yes. nations, as we have Christian business people, we have Christians in government, we have Christians edu- Christian educators, Christians in the communication industry, and that's that's exactly what we're seeing with ABC graduates. It's very exciting. So um finish up by just sharing a few challenges and opportunities for ways people can pray.
2: Well, I, I appreciate that. I mentioned the two things. These are very specific, timely things you can pray for is the completion of this tracks accreditation. We just had an accrediting assessment team on our campus. They came from the U.S., there were three of them, and they, they had a great visit to ABC, and now this TRACS will be holding a commission in the month of eight, uh, sorry, in the middle of May. They'll be making the decision to give a school credit. So do, do be praying for that. Uh, the second one would be the challenge of developing an online program. This is a new area and field for us. So that needs prayer, needs support. We're gonna be looking for retired pastors, current pastors, current Bible teachers that would like to proctor classes for ABC. So that's a very practical way that people can pray, but also to get involved. You don't have to be on the sidelines. You don't have to go to to Africa to teach these online classes, you can do it. We can provide the curriculum and the resources and people can do that from the US or from uh, uh, anywhere in the world. So those are, are two very important things that we would appreciate your prayers for. A third one might be the, the real physical needs of our students. We, we God chose for ABC, the countries of, let's say, Malawi and Liberia in particular, uh, where people struggle. Even in Uganda, where our third campus is, uh, Christian young people struggling to pay their tuition, That's important. So pray for their immediate needs. We need people to to participate in our sponsorship program that helps sponsor students, get them through college so they can be these great Christian leaders I was describing. But even a more immediate practical thing is a need for each of our students to have their own laptop. Uh, This is something we've been talking about for a couple of years, but it's just as important as them having well, for years, uh, we give every new student their own study Bible when they come to ABC. That's critical. We give students a textbook for every class. They take it ABC. That's critical. Now it's equally just as critical every student be handed a laptop. We need that to happen soon and quickly. And so we need to pray for the resources for that. But if somebody would like to make a donation specifically, it's going to be right in the $300, 350 range per laptop. It's a very good practical way that people can help ABC put out the best top Christian leadership there. You're not just giving them a great tool and resource to use while they're a student, but something they can take with them and they're make their ministry successful as well.
1: That's great. And by the way, uh, if you're listening and you're, you're feeling prompted to make a donation, it is as easy as going to our website, AfricanBibleColleges.com. When you pull up that page, upper right hand corner, there's a donate button click on that button and then there's a drop down menu on the right and you'll see uh different causes for which you can give so um if you're there's it's easy to do and we'd love for you to support in that way well paul thanks a lot for your time today to be on the show with us and let us hear specifically about the vision and mission of abc it's very exciting and we look forward to seeing what god holds in the future
2: Well, thank you, Tim. I appreciate you doing this. God bless.
1: Well, thanks again for listening to this week's show. Uh, Reminder that the music on the show is by Psalm Project Africa, written, performed, and recorded in Uganda by Friends of ABC, including several of our alumni. Uh, You can find their three excellent albums on iTunes and Spotify, so check them out. Uh, Also, remember to subscribe and share the podcast. It's available on our webpage as well as on Apple Podcasts and on Spotify. Uh, Give us a rating, leave a comment, send us a message uh, to podcast at Colleges.net. And don't miss out on future episodes. Over the next few weeks, we'll be having conversations about business as mission, about short-term missions as well as another interview with an ABC student. You can always learn more about the ministries of ABC on the web at com.